Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,475. This week on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the La Jolla Concorde Elegance. It takes place on April 19th, 20th, and 21st in my hometown, beautiful La Jolla, California, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. You can learn more about attending this event. Get your tickets at LaJollaConcord.com. I hope to see you there. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, with an old friend. But soon we're going to be somewhere a little warmer. My very special guest named Nigel Matthews. Nigel, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? I am indeed. Let's go for it. Yeah, well, let's. maybe we should just leave now and go down to the La Jolla Concours because it's a little uh, cold and chilly and wet and a little snowy uh, up here with you. But we're going to be there soon enough. And we're going to talk about that. But first, you know, I always like to ask my guests this, Nigel. Now, you've been on two times before, so you're a three-peater now. But, you know, you are always traveling the world, doing all sorts of cool things. And I typically ask people to share one little thing that people don't know about you. But I'm going to ask you more specifically You've already or about to attend two Concours this year before we attend the La Jolla Concours in April. Can you tell us what those two Concours are? Yes, indeed. The uh, The first one will be the Oberoi uh, Concours, the Oberoi Hotel chain are having their first Concours in Udaipur in India. And it's going to be an absolutely spectacular event. And then I will have to go directly from there from Delhi to New York and to attend the Amelia, which uh, I'm, yeah, I'm the assistant chief judge at that event. So starting the year off with a bang. <laughs> well, you are. And, you know, the funny thing was a year ago about this time, a little bit earlier over <laughs> New Year's, you and I were both in India. We just didn't quite know it until until it was a little bit too late. But uh, the funny thing for you listeners was I was there for my son's wedding, and it turns out that um, Nigel was in the hotel right next door. <laughs> And I didn't even know it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah Indeed. Cool. And I'm going to be going back to back to that same hotel uh, on February the 6th. Very cool. Well, say hello to all the folks there. They're all very nice. They're great hotels right there on the Arabian yeah. Ocean. Beautiful place. So, yes, you started the year off right. Well, let me introduce you because for you listeners that didn't hear my previous shows, you'll find them on Cars Yeah! with Nigel. But this guy gets around just a little bit. Nigel Matthews is the chief judge and on the selection committee for the annual La Jolla Concord Elegance. Originally from Oxfordshire, England, he's lived in Vancouver, British Columbia for, has it really been 50 years now, Nigel? Going on, yeah, it's 48 or 49. Wow, yep. okay. Uh, he's worked as a Red Seal designated licensed automotive technician and a member of the Guild of Master Craftsmen, repairing and restoring Rolls-Royce and Ferrari automobiles, and probably a few others too. The past 29 years, Nigel has been in the classic and exotic car insurance industry, currently serves as global brand ambassador for Haggerty. Since 2005, Nigel has 
judge most of the major Concours events around the globe and has written classic car columns in the Canadian press and numerous automotive magazines. No doubt you've read many of his words. In 2015, Nigel was one of the founding members of ICJAG, which is the International Chief Judge Advisory Group, and he took over from Ed Gilbertson, past guest here on Cars Yeah, as the chairman in 2020. I told you this guy gets around. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about the La Jolla Concours. But first, a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love and we'll be right back. Buckle up. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance, with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses or better yet, go to the Cars yeah! website show notes page for today's show and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Hey, guess what? Some of you regular listeners will remember back in 2019, I created uh, 10, 11 shows called Cars Yeah TV, where I went to some fabulous locations of past Cars Yeah guests, and we did a TV show about it. Well, they're up on the Cars Yeah YouTube channel. So go check it out at YouTube. Just type in Cars Yeah, and the shows will be there for you to enjoy. I hope you have fun watching. So, Nigel, we talked a little bit about the start of your year. You're off to India, then you're to Florida. You're going to be a lot of other places. But in April, you and I are going to be together in La Jolla, my old hometown at the La Jolla Concord. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about what people can expect to see when they get to the Concord this year. Um, I know last year you guys had the largest gathering of Duesenbergs. That's going to be a little hard to beat. But uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the things we're going to see on the lawn there at Scripps Park. Well, it definitely is going to be hard to beat. I love La Jolla. It's the top of my list because it's a wonderful destination venue for a concours. And yes, indeed, it's going to be very tough to beat the number of doozer birds we had last year. <clears throat> but this year, we've got some exciting classes. We're going to be, uh, as usual, we'll feature the early 20s and 30s American open and closed cars and the European cars. We're also going to have a standalone Aston Martin class called British Royalty. That's probably named after now King Charles, who still has his Aston Martin that he was given for his 21st birthday present. We're going to have a couple of um, feature classes also showing the evolution of the Mustang 
and the Corvette. So we're hoping to have at least one, uh, maybe two of um, vehicles from each era uh, from those manufacturers. Will that include a uh, an EV Mustang? Tell me no. <laughs> no, no, it won't. <laughs> I don't know who made that decision, no, the but <laughs> someone needs to go and slap them a little bit. It's like, what are you doing? Because the Mustang is like, well, both Mustang and Corvette, those are like American classic iconic sports cars that both of those have stayed pretty much true to their their original concept. Although I will say, you know, the Mustang kind of veered off a little bit. And now the new Corvettes look like Ferraris. But still, I mean, these are things that have been around the U.S. forever. Everybody loves Mustangs and Corvettes, right? Yes. We have been approached by a gentleman who's doing EV conversions, and he wants to bring a 65 Mustang convertible with electric power. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Oh. But, um, well, you know, that's a little bit like David Bernardo that's been at this event that takes old VWs, bugs and buses and yes. it puts electric in. He's been a guest on the show. That's been happening more and more. Uh, guests that have been on the show that are doing that. And while EVs are kind of taking it a couple lumps in the head as of late in general mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, I think it's still kind of interesting that people are doing these would you dare call a car like that a resto mod? I suppose it would fall into that category. I mean, FIBA, the world's governing sort of body of, uh, of antique and classic cars, there was a great debate about you know converting in classic cars into electric power. The, at the end of the day, everybody decided that as long as all of that uh, internal combustion engine stuff uh, is put aside and kept, uh, so that if a in point in time with a new owner, that car wants to go back to the way it was born, they don't seem to have a problem with it. Really? Oh, well, that's encouraging. <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. a lot of cars are restored, some of them not restored correctly. And that's your expertise is trying to figure out if they should be or if they have been for Concord type events. But, you know, the times they are changing and sometimes you've got to be a little flexible and change with them. I saw in an article recently that Jason Momoa, the actor had a 1929 Rolls-Royce converted to electric by Kidlington Company. So, you know, everybody's getting in the game. Yeah, you have. And um, we have to we have to uh, sort of embrace everybody. I mean, if it's got four, uh, four wheels and tires and it, and it moves, you know, I think we're all on the same page and we should all appreciate what t- turns somebody else's uh, uh, interest. Crankshaft. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Well, what are some of the other wonderful uh, groups that we're going to have? Uh, we're going to have an Italian class. Last year, we last year we uh, last couple of years we've sort of focused mainly on having a Ferrari class, and uh, this year we're going to call it uh, Italian sports cars. And we originally were going to have it just Lamborghinis, but we thought why not open it up to Italian sports cars or high performance sports cars. The likes of, you know, Lamborghini, Maserati, and some of those interesting Italian hybrids, you know, Iso Griffo, Iso Revolta, Pizzerini, you know, all of those types of uh, vehicles. And what else have we got? Well, I know we've got something going on with Porsches for me. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we're going to have a Porsche 911 uh, first generation class, which nice. will be interesting. Uh, there's also a car that you mentioned to me, a Rolls Royce. Disappearing top coupe, Maharaja. Oh yes, yeah. Car. Did you bring something over from India on your last trip? 
Yeah, that's quite, I don't know how, well, that is obviously a car that, that got out of India before they changed all the rules and regulations because they were losing their, heri- their heritage, you know, automotive heritage, those cars were flying out. But we do have a beautiful 1937 Rolls-Royce Phantom Three, so it's the last of the V12-powered uh, Rolls-Royces up until the uh, they reintroduced them in 1997-ish, I think. It's a beautiful uh, one-off Throp and Mabelie convertible. They call it a disappearing top because when the top goes down, it's fully enclosed and, and you don't see the convertible top at all. And it's just the stunning uh, shade of blue. I can't wait to see that car. That'll be nice. Now that I've got some family in India, it means a little bit more to me. And when we saw all those cars on the line of Pebble, uh, Maharaja cars that they were able to get over here, I mean, it's just incredible. They were allowed to be brought over here and shown together. And of course, you're back where they belong now in India. But uh, those cars were absolutely stunning. And the history of those cars, I've, I've learned a little bit more about the history of the Maharajas and the, those vehicles and why and all of that, but uh, they're quite fascinating. So that particular 37 Rolls Royce is going to be quite spectacular. I know, you know, with you being so closely involved with so many events, the La Jolla judges um, this year, I understand, are going to include some Pebble Beach judges, I think four of them? Yes, yeah. We've Traditionally, we've always had a good turnout of Pebble Beach judges at uh, La Jolla. So we're going to, we'll have five, including myself, we'll have five regular Pebble Beach judges. And the interest is out there internationally too. You know, I have judges asking if they can come and judge at La Jolla all the time. So this year we have one gentleman coming from Belgium, one judge coming from Spain, and another coming from India. Wow. Oh, that'll be tremendous. What I've always said about the La Jolla Concours, and I'm biased because I grew up there, so I, you know, we used to have picnics after church on that lawn. Uh, I used to body yep. surf off boomers there, which, boy, last month they got some killer waves. I, I don't think I've seen pictures of waves that big in a long time, some of the surf that was sitting hitting the West Coast. But what is it about the La Jolla Concorde that you, you mentioned is one of your favorites? To me, it's like a mini Pebble Beach. And I know Michael Dervier probably is going to go, Mark, don't call us that. <laughs> we are our own thing. <laughs> and, and I get that. But it's, this, it's the setting for me. It's so beautiful. Oh, without question. Yeah, I mean, Scripps Park, right on the edge of the ocean there, it, it doesn't get much better than that. Looking up at La, La Valencia Hotel, you can almost put, put yourself into the into the era and, you know, be, uh, the 30s and being, being there. Just the environment to me and all the events that they put together for this and what Michael and his team and you guys do, they make it a, a really, really fascinating three days from the parties. And uh, this year, I'm crossing my fingers. Somebody invites me to, to ride with them on the tour. We'll see. Hint, 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 yeah. any of you folks out there. And uh, and then <laughs> last year, I was in Rancho Santa Fe when all of you guys drove through on the tour. And I got to actually have lunch with Diane Brandon, who's a judge at Pebble. Uh, yes. Rolls Royce judge, yeah. so she and her her beau and some friends, and uh, then also the day of the event, they have a flyby. I mean, this whole thing to me is just such a. It's, I think for you judges it might be, but tell me if not, it's not quite as tense as Pebble, and I don't mean to disrespect Pebble because I love that place. I've gone thirty one times, but it's a little bit more laid back. Maybe it's because it's SoCal. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. And one thing that, um, yeah, I I think um, I I should have mentioned the flyby too. You know, those those local pilots flying those those old aircraft, um, they put on an incredible uh, display. Uh, and 
just make the event that much, you know, extra special. Oh, it really is. And they've got a great event up on Prospect Street this year. I think it's going to be the Porsches again. So I'll make sure yep. that um, I call some all my old high school buddies and friends to come down and we can walk along the streets and reminisce about old times and so forth. It's just a wonderful, wonderful event. I encourage you listeners, make your way there. I mean, April is still kind of cold in parts of the country, but it won't be cold in Southern California. It's always spectacular, sunny, warm, and there's so many great things to do in San Diego and La Jolla. So come and stay for a week. You know, there's just a lot to do. I think it's yes. Really, yeah, really fun. like I said, it's a, it's a destination uh, concourse. Yeah, really, go there and it really is take it all in. De- definitely, definitely. I want to dive into a little bit of the personal side with you here, Nigel, as it relates to this event. Since you're uh, the head judge and you know what's coming, I always ask about a special vehicle. Is there one? Now we've mentioned a few, but mm-hmm. is there one special vehicle that you know that's coming that? And we'll just let you pick one today because you you can't. It's like picking a favorite kid, right? Uh, is there one that stands out for you that you want to talk a little bit about? Oh, it'll. There is. Um, uh, actually, this one came across my desk this morning. It's a Aston Martin DB2 uh, drophead coupe, meaning a convertible, and um, a survivor car. It hasn't been touched, and it was discovered in Hawaii. What? Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you know, I'm an Aston Martin guy, but I haven't uh, haven't heard about this one. So this has been a well-kept secret. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And, you know, it, when you think about Concord judging, you think that everybody expects everything to be shiny and gleaming and looking new and everything. Not in the, in the world of Icy Jag, which we judge in. Um, we don't penalize vehicles for signs of usage and patina. You know, our cars are meant to be driven and, and bikes are meant to be ridden. So this is the one that I'm going to be keeping my eye open for. That car is not, not that particular car because I didn't know about it is either, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hawaii, do, do you know much about how it ended up in Hawaii? I don't, to be honest. Like I said, it just came across my desk this morning. But if, if any of the listeners are trying to picture what that car looks like, um, if they saw the Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Bird. Yes, yes. There was one driven quite a lot in that uh, yeah. film. That's what I was just going to say is it's a very unique – when you think of Aston Martin, I mean, the first thing a lot of people think of is the DB4, DB5, James Bond car, something like that, yep. or the wonderful race cars that Sterling Moss drove and so forth. But this car is it's kind of like something you'd see driving, I don't know, along the coast in Italy or something, a gentleman's touring car. Is that how you would describe this thing? Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I mean, when you think about Aston Martin, of course – People of our age group and slightly younger, um, they automatically think about the DB5 that uh, was used in Goldfinger and Thunderball. And that, that car has actually been dubbed, you know, the most famous car in the world, which it probably what was or has been. When you think about the DB5, uh, the two cars used in the Bond, um, sorry, the cars used in the Bond movies, they only had in total between the two films 13 minutes of footage. Wow. But look at the impact that that, that, that had on, on people. Right. Yeah. It, it's pretty amazing. And then the, the later Bond films where they, they actually destroyed a bunch of them and they made replica cars to be able to do yep. that. Uh, kind of like the new Ferrari movie. Before you called, I was watching a little snippet of the new Ferrari movie of uh, Phil Hill's son, Derek, driving yep. that wonderful car and Mr. Ferrari in church at mass timing 
the laps. Well, I'm I'm really excited to see this car that's coming in because yeah, a car you kind of I like the stories. Like how did this car end up in Hawaii hidden away, right? That's what I love about all these cars, uh, Mark, is you know, everyone has a story. Getting back to a little bit about the movies and Aston Martins, um, at, at the time, Aon Productions, they went to David Brown and asked him for two Aston Martins. And he, and he said, well, I'm not going to give you two Aston Martins. You can buy them just like everybody else. Right. That's what happened. And when they'd finished with them, they handed them back to Aston Martin and, and sort of traded them in, got some cash back. You turn the clock forward a number of years and then look at how product placement in movies uh, became a big thing. And then, you know, all of a sudden you've got BMWs and Land Rovers and whatnot in the Bond movies and they're, and they're wrecking, you know, 20 or 30 cars to make a film. Yeah, I just recently had uh, the stepman for the movie Ferrari and he was talking about how they had to come up with nine vehicles for that film. Yeah. And they had them made and I actually had uh, the woman who runs the, the shop that built the bodies for those on my show just last month Quite fascinating how they built half of them out of fiberglass and half of them out of metal because when they crashed, they wanted to make sure they looked like metal cars crashing. Yeah, they crumped. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah, because we've all seen those old movies from the 60s and 70s where a car would go over a cliff and you'd go, wait a minute, that's not how a car breaks in half (laughs) when it drops off a cliff. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite stunning. Well, when we go back to the La Jolla Concours, is there anything about this event that might be different this year in years past because they always kind of do things where there's something new or maybe something a little different, maybe a little bit of a scoop you might know about that I don't know about. Mm, I don't think it's going to be terribly different this year. I think we've, what's that old expression? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Yeah, I think, (laughs) I, I think it's, ticking over like a Swiss watch, but we always you know, love to see people come out and, and uh, don't be afraid to ask vehicle owners questions about their cars. You know, they love to talk about their cars and, and that's, how we, that's how we all learn. Well, I know this year's event, again, they have a, a Friday night VIP party. They have a tour on Saturday. Porsche's on Prospect yep. that I mentioned. There's so many little neat little elements to this thing. It's really almost like a social garden party in a way, but all these cars are tied in the flyby. And I'm pretty sure maybe the end of this week or next week, I'm going to have the guy who's in charge of that flyby, one of the pilots on the show. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about that with him. In fact, I got to meet the pilots last year. They always land and drive down and walk around the event. Many of them are in their pilot suits still or their military uniforms from the days they served in the military. So it really is a nice laid back casual party. And the folks at McFarland who help run this event, they do some really cool displays and costumes and food. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. The Friday night, uh, the Friday night, costumes and, and it's spectacular if you want a sneak preview just go on to the la jolla uh, website and there's some fantastic photography and, and you'll you'll see what it's all about they even have special vip passes for the sunday concord where you're treated like a king royalty the maharaja presence i guess is there a little bit so yeah you know the other thing i like to ask people and since you fly so much i'm wondering read any great books lately to, to tell you the truth i dragged out an old one that's okay yeah uh, it's it's uh, all but my life by sterling moss oh. <laughs> and i per- i purchased that book in 1963 saved up my pocket money and it was it cost 25 shillings 
So that would probably be equivalent of about two or three dollars. And I was very fortunate. I've I've come. You know, I've met Sterling Moss a number of times. And on one occasion, I was smart enough to Bring take the book. the book with me, and I got him to inscribe it. Wow. Um, so if you could find a copy of it somewhere, um, it, yeah, all but my life by Sterling Moss, and it it's basically the story of his horrific car accident and how he recovered from that and his life afterwards. Fantastic. I've got a copy and I did the same thing years ago. He was one of the featured uh, gentlemen at the historic races in Monterey and I uh, took that book with me mm-hmm. and got him to sign it. So one of my treasured yeah. books, but it is a great read for sure. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the tour that they do at the La Jolla Concours where a number of the cars, a lot like the tour at Pebble Beach and other events where a lot of the cars will get together and other cars and they'll go and tour. Sometimes they go to someone's collection. Is that what they're going to do this year? Yeah, we normally go to at least two collections. Uh, We start out at... That's Chuck Spielman's museum. He was a guest on the show, oh gosh, a couple years ago, actually. Uh, Go back and you can find that show on the Cars Yeah website. He's got an amazing collection and something special. The museum is is a it's a double whammy because it's uh, you know the cars are spectacular, but within that museum he has a, another museum um, all about the Vietnam War and with all kinds of uh, memorabilia. So we usually start there, and then uh, every year the second stop is a mystery. Nobody knows where it's going to be until uh-huh. they the, uh, show up that day. I believe the my colleagues from um, the Broad Arrow Group are going to be doing a seminar uh, and talking about classic car values and auctions and things like that. So that's um, something that I'm sure everybody would be interested to to listen to as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, before I let you go, I want to touch on that a little bit of your perceptions of how the collector car market is doing because we just came off of a huge event at Meekum. As we're recording this show is Arizona Car Week, uh, Barrett-Jackson and the other auction houses that are there. We just found out that uh, the late and great Peter Mullins collection is going to Gooding and a couple cars are going to go to Amelia. So what's your impressions? I mean, it seems like things are still very robust in the collector car market. Yeah, um, I think we were all taken by surprise of how how much movement there was during COVID, and it, the momentum seemed to continue afterwards. You know, as we all sort of got over that, I think it's leveled off a bit now, and that that was probably to be expected. But it's healthy. Uh, but I think you have to have the right car. You know, there are certain cars in the market these days that um they've sort of gone by their sell by date, and that's purely because of the demographic interested in those vehicles. So uh, some of the, you know, the 30s, well, some of the 40s American car, chrome cars are, I mean, who would have thought it, but the T-Birds, the baby birds, five, six, and sevens, they, you know, they've kind of dropped off a bit. They were always a different car anyway, because for you know, a six footer like myself, they're not a, not a, a very comfortable. <laughs> not very car. comfortable. No, no. Nor <laughs> no. are the little Italian cars either for a tall guy like you. I can fit in anything. You're right. I think we all know that there's no secret that that the Japanese, uh, the future collectibles are the. Uh, I think some of the amazing Japanese cars that um, 
we got to grow up with. Yeah, the JDM market is continues to grow. But I think you're right. It's all about age groups. And as, as you and I get a little bit more patinaed and um, classic, mm-hmm. I'll call us classics. How does that sound, Nigel? Um, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the kids that were dreaming about the kind of cars to have back when you and I were in the I won't say the height of our careers, but we were working. You know, I look at my uh, E46 M3 and I can sell that now for what I paid for it. And that's just, you know, it's a nice car, but it's, you know, mass produced general car. But you've got these kids that are grown ups now and they're making money and they can buy whatever they want. And uh, they want, I want that. I remember that when I was a kid. So times are always Exactly, Mike. Yeah. 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 I mean, my 43 year old son, I know exactly what, uh, when he does have some disposable income, um, I know exactly what he'll be, he'll be focusing on. He'll want to have that, uh, WRX, um, STI Subaru that there he had when, yeah. when he was, yeah. Yeah. That's the great thing about cars. It just, they never get old. Well, they do, but the love for them never gets old. I should put it that way. So I think it's great. Exactly. Well, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing you uh, after you return from uh, your trips and uh, have a very safe travels. Um, as we record this show, of course, is uh, kind of the late January, but um, you'll are already yep. be off and venturing around the world as you always do. Are there any uh, last thoughts you might share with us when it comes to either attending the La Jolla Concours or the collector car market? Well, a collector car market, I would I would never suggest that somebody buys a car as an investment. I would suggest you buy what you want, have as much fun as you possibly can with it. And at the end of the day, when it's time to, to, for it to move on, if you make a profit, then that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, if it goes down in value, you still got something to have fun with. That's what I always say, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can live your life like Bruce Meyer, the quintessential car guy, and he says, buy the best you can afford and cry once and then go and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a one. Yeah. That is not the truth. <laughs> and never lift for sure. Well, listeners, yeah. again, you can find La Jolla Concord on the internet, LaJollaConcord.com. You'll find everything about it. Get your tickets now. Get your air flights now. Uh, I just booked mine this morning and we look forward to Nigel and I and everybody that will be there look forward to seeing you. I hope you all join us because the La Jolla Concours, if you're going to go to just one or two, pick this one. This is a good one to attend. But if you're like Nigel, go to 100 every year, right? <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> Nigel, you are always great to catch up with and I can't wait to see. You. I wish I could join you in India. I've got to get back there. I had so much fun. I tell you, I've never encountered so many spectacular people uh, as I did in India. Everywhere we went, everybody was so wonderful. Absolutely. And I after after the Concord, I'm going to do a 1,000-kilometer rally uh, with some with some of the Mumbai um, collectors. And they they assume that i would i would like to uh, drive an american car or something with a big engine and i said no 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 i'd like to drive a a hindustan ambassador you know india's pe- people car which was basically the old morris oxford built in calcutta and so that's there's one being prepared for me right now. I just saw some pictures yesterday, and it's looking spectacular. Well, see, that's why they love you so much there. Because when you're in, it's like when in, <laughs> when in Rome, uh, when right, in India, yes, you right. know, uh, and India is such a wonderful place. And it really, the thing I learned about being there is embrace it, be it, eat it, do it. Uh, just pretend yep. you're Indian while you're there because you'll have so much more fun. And uh, as you go anywhere in the world, I always say, 
try to be like the folks that are there and you, they will embrace you. They'll take care of you and treat you right. And look what they've done for you. Kind of put you in an Indian car yes. with a little bit of British roots. So, you know, I think that'll be. Yeah. Good. And the, and the Indian um, tourism ministry have a beautiful, they come up with this wonderful slogan, um, incredible India. And, and to be honest with you, you, they nailed it on the head because it really is incredible. It is. And I think it's got more people in it now than any country in the world. So it's uh, plus up and coming yep. in uh, the tech markets and manufacturing. I mean, so much going on there. So yeah, if you've never been to India, don't be afraid. Go. It's a really cool place to go. Nigel, I look forward to yep. seeing you at the La Jolla Concord again this year. Safe travels, my friend. Likewise. As you spin around yep. the globe. And uh, until we talk again, I'll see you at the La Jolla Concord de Elegant. Can't wait. It'll Take be fun. You bet. Cars yeah is proud to support our veterans, which is why I've teamed up with our nonprofit partner, Tech Force Foundation, through its Veterans at Work Military Transition Campaign. The tech shortage is very real, and our country needs skilled, qualified techs to keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. When so many vets build their skills in maintaining and servicing vehicles when deployed, Tech Force helps transition those skills to jobs as professional technicians when they come home. Learn more about Tech Force Foundation and its Veterans at Work Military Transition Fund at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!